Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome back. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. And we're now at that time again where we talk about money lessons. And our guest this evening is Zekona Sodlaka. She's undoubtedly one of the most celebrated actresses in South Africa with a career spanning up to 15 years. She has, has come to be one of the faces that entertainment fans want to see on big screens. Among other things, she has managed to draw lots of attention to, her, uh, to herself because of her bold look. And her beauty, and whilst most people know her to be only as an actress, interestingly, she is also a singer. Zekona, thank you very much for your time this evening. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much in the beautiful intro. I'm smiling on the other side of the phone going, <laughs> has it been 15 years? 15 years, Shannon, Holy. we're giving away age here. But you know, you were oh, a child you know actress. what I mean? <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, this is a long time, a and you've been a yeah. you know you've yeah. you've done your dues. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, we're not calling yeah. you veteran as yet. Although veteran, no, no, <laughs> no! Please, please save me of that. Okay, it will confirm an age I haven't even reached. I think. Okay, no, we, think. we're going to leave it at as acclaimed, right? So Zikona, yeah. tell us. I mean, here in this part of the show, we talk about. You know, how money shaped you? What were your struggles with money? Tell us, tell us about your money journey. Tell me where you came from. Um, for Afropolitans that don't know you and don't know your background, tell us a little bit about that. So thank you for having me. And hi, Afropolitans, my favorite people in Joburg. Um, so I guess I've been an actress and, and correctly so 15 years. I started when I was 20, so you can do the math. <laughs> Um, being added since that, you know, I mean, when, when you want to talk about a 20 year old with a relationship with money that doesn't mm. come from the privilege of knowing money, because I come from a really standard background and from the Eastern Cape and rather middle class, normal family, mother works, father works, five kids. And then I decide to start working at 20. Um, and then I bump into this thing called the entertainment business, fall in love with it. I mean, I fell into it literally when I started. And So it wasn't the plan? It's not, it wasn't. It wasn't really the plan. I think, I, I think it's 50-50. Um, you know, when you are artistically inclined and you have the talent and you you always have that skill, you know that you have a talent, you have a thing you can do that is mm. creative. And it might not have been performance in terms of acting. It's a musical family that I come from in the sense that, you know, everyone sang really well at home and I was pretty average. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I could, you know, sing. That's what I thought I would do. And the rest fell into place in its own way as I as I came into Joburg and met this person who introduced me to that person. The next thing I was at an audition, the next thing I booked it. And it's really fortunate for me because that's how I started. I did it the other way around. I booked the work, then I learned how to do it. <laughs> so it was a friend of a friend and a contact and that's how you got into it. Uh, Literally, is this... a friend of mine was an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making a long story short, of course. Um, he he was an agent. He represented actors. He saw something in me. I was just like, I don't really know. That's that's my trade. I had just been working as a, as a teenager here and there just to make ends meet. 
Um, I could never be a waitress because everyone needs that. Well, you often need that job that's mm. going to get you by while you're studying. And mine wasn't waitressing. I modeled. And I really sucked at it because I spoke too much. And that agency is the one <laughs> that said, you actually have a thing going on here. And I didn't know what that was. Wet behind the ears uh-huh. in the context of, remember when in, in, I mean, I don't know, 15 years ago, there wasn't Google much. There wasn't, re- you didn't research yeah, the art yeah. business as much, you know. You really had to go about it the long way around, which I did. <laughs> And I got exposed to do, to those different avenues. And next thing, you know, I I book a job and been learning how to <laughs> live on that paycheck ever since. <laughs> Why was the paycheck bad? I don't remember, but I mean, if I could take, if I compare my 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 bank statements of today and then, I think it was bad. I really did. I had no idea of exploitative fees. At that mm-hmm. time, um, or unfair fees and unfair payments, I didn't really know about this. You know how, we, um, correct me if I'm wrong, usually when you're new in a trade, uh, except for the current times, because everyone is so educated and so informed, which is beautiful. But before this era, there would be just a matter of, oh my gosh, I'm just grateful to have a job. Absolutely. And I mean, it's you, you enter an industry, yeah, you enter an industry and you don't know what market rates are. You don't know yes. what you're supposed to be charging. And and because somebody knows that you are new, they are going to start you at the bottom of the barrel and until you get wise. Yes. So had I been wise enough to even to even have those conversations with my colleagues, you know, I love the conversation of money and just knowing what is standard and what's not standard, especially in the anomaly that is the, the arts business where it's almost found upon to speak about about payment, about money, you know, because then you get to find out so much. Every time you ask a question, you find out a lot more that you didn't know the day before, the week before. You find out that the people that you're working with earn 25% of what you earn or so, you earn 25 So did you become that person? Did you like walk around to friends and say, so how how much did you earn? So as time went on, you know, from the 20-year-old then we become a little bit aware of the fact that, oh, okay, I'm getting more shows now. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand taxing. And it's it's beautiful, this field I'm in, because, you know, you directly have to pay SARS. SARS takes a, a, a certain percent, a very high percentage mm-hmm. of your money every time. Um, so you, you then you're smacked with that across the face to say, what is taxing? Where do I belong in this in this country? What is, where do I contribute to GDP? All those things that... You never really get to encounter when you have a a stable salary, but I wouldn't know because I've never really worked anywhere else but in this field. (laughs) So as time went on, I started realizing that there's there's a very uh, unclear conversation of payment on sets. So every show that I got to be the head of, and I've been fortunate enough to be, you know, principal cast of most shows which means you have a more more say because you're present more it's, it's you know, there's those dynamics so I'd speak to my cast and just be like okay cool so what 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 is on average and I remember this happening in Cape Town because Cape Town is very infamous for underpaying people it's bad down there a lot of stuff about it is just mm. strange um, and I remember this big cast of this big show I was in Say around about 2011, I think, 
Um, and I found out that the person that was paying my mother was at like something I get it per day to eat is what she gets per month or something. It was just a really unfair sure. um, mm. difference in payment. And that's when I just started being curious. It's not an activist position, it's just a curiosity position because what are you doing if you're not finding out? Mm. You're not learning, you're not growing. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be not just stagnant, but you're actually worsening your position if you keep quiet. And it, uh, things can't be frowned upon for the rest of time. That's impractical. And so that's when I started um, being inquisitive and finding out and, and, and being open about my pay to say, okay, fine, this is the bracket I'm in. Uh, but I, I mean, again, the ask is, is, is like, like every entrepreneur should know, you determine your worth. If you feel like you want to work for 100 rand per day, that's what you'll get. Yeah. If you want to pay mm. 500, if you want 500 per week, that's what you get. So what we don't know is our worth in the first place. So you don't know how to charge according to your worth. What is your worth? It's what you, what you believe your, your work is worth and your skill and talent and all of those things and the revenue that the shows you're in make and all of those, <laughs> all that jazz. It's so important though, you know, people often phone and ask me, how much should I charge for this? How much should I charge for that? So I said, well, think about how much time you're putting into it. It's, you know, it's a timesheet for yourself. Think about how much time it's going to take you to get there. How much time is it going to take you to get back? What are you putting off in order to do that? You know, calculate all of these things in order to get exactly what you're saying, your worth, and that becomes your rate. So it's not only about, you know, market-related figures but mm. you need to understand what's your worth and maybe not in I mean most people don't insist on it when they're starting out because they need to start um, mm. but once you get to that stage so tell me um, so what were the so were there any challenges with money after after you started acting or you started um, modeling first I mean that doesn't count oh. that's, that's student money <laughs> I, 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 that's how I categorize it. I categorize it as it's like the waitressing money. It's really the uh, just survival with whatever. Yeah, and then you actually get to professional working, and that's how I determine the difference. But has there been difficulties um, since the beginning? So the thing about being a freelancer is that you do live paycheck to paycheck, mm -hmm. uh, and as big as those paychecks can be. You still need to survive on them for a while. Um, when I try and make other people understand, I always say, pretend as if I'm a tenderpreneur and I'm living per tender check that I acquired. So I've got a six-month tender and then I have to live on that for the rest until I get the next one. Then they start understanding. So if it is that the work is not um, consistent, then you're living on a paycheck that you made in January and May. Yeah. Um, so which is why it's so important to try to make sure that whatever you make is enough and sustains you for a very long time. Hence, we do get paid supposedly as well as we should because the job, it requires intensive work, intense hours, a lot of work goes into it at one time, usually for a very long time. But things have been shortcut now what used to be a six month production is now mm. a two and a half month. Now we're talking weeks. What used to be a what used to be a three month, four month 
production is now six weeks. So if if so that then means that the pay also is da- is down. Mm. So you're not getting what you would have gotten in four months because the work is still as much, but the time has lessened. So in any other normal industry, the pay would double. But because this one is strange, this requires a lot of planning and organization. One hundred and the pressure is. Say, imagine if it takes a house, if it takes six months to build a house and now all of a sudden you're building it in three months. Mm. You're not cutting corners. You still need to make the same house stand for the rest of time. So it's going to be a lot more hours. It's going to be a lot more precision. You have to work with people who know what they're doing so that they don't miss a gap. There's no crack. There's no, do you know what I mean? So everything stands the way that it's supposed to. Um, And you you actually, I I believe when you fast forward the process, you actually pay more supposed to, Mm. but we end up getting less. So the challenges have been that in in the time, just to figure out, so what's supposed to be happening now that things are changing as we go? And because it's a non-legislated industry, it's a thumb suck. You know, it's, okay, I feel like I should be getting paid two million and no one will say no to that. Or someone can say, I feel like I should be paying you one one thousand mm. and no one can attest no one can say no. No one can no one can say that's below par, there is no par, there is no bar, there is no nothing. And it's just it's um it's it's which means you're self reliant a lot of the time. So you have to educate yourself about finances. You have to educate yourself about worth. You have to educate yourself about saying no to bad contracts and saying yes to good one. You have to set your own standard. You are your own entrepreneur. You are your own representative all the time. You sound like you've been studying finance. I heard you saying earlier GDP. I was like, okay, you had a whole economics lesson here. That's a word that you can find even on Twitter. Anyone? <laughs> Do we know, know what it means? <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. So I'm minding my own business. Let me tell you how funny this one is. And then you correct me, okay? You have to. Okay, go very quickly. Okay, go for it. So I'm minding my own business. And I'm, I'm asking my accountant friends and other people and economists and, and, and going, so how come we call it the art industry and not the business? Because surely it's a business. How much do we yeah. contribute to South Africa? How much did we make as a business, as an industry, in in 2019, the whole year? Good like, question. What did we contribute? And then, you know, we, we contribute fair, fair billions. It may be less than oil, but it's still something. <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it's pretty still, I mean, that, that figure is so important. And obviously, it, I mean, that figure is used in so many different cases because yeah. they use that figure to make assessments on everything. They use that figure um, on their rates. They use that figure to do projections. So that figure is really important. It's a very good question. So I would love I would love to continue this conversation with you. Um, I, I, and I loved the fact that you said you need to make sure that you always have enough and make sure that you sustain yourself. These are really important things. I mean, you talk about it. You talk like, you know, you got your finances down to a T. I'm assuming that, you know, the retirement annuity and all of that is in check. Hey? You're so funny. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what a financial advisor will say. You need, we need to calculate right now to make sure that you have enough in 40 years time to sustain yourself at that time. That's exactly what they would say to you. Do you oh have the God, RA? That's such, a luxur- that's such a luxurious conversation. 
what a luxurious concept. Listen, when COVID is over, we are going to meet for coffee and we're going to have that luxurious conversation. <laughs> so it has, it has to occur. I'll even say, listening, okay? It's just you and me. And we're going to talk about GDP. We're going to talk about your industry, that significant <laughs> figure. Yes. We're going to talk about yes. retirement annuities and all of that. It was such a pleasure talking to you and I wish you all the best in your career. You know, you yes, 15 years is a long time, but I think you've got plenty more to give um, us here in South Africa and the rest of the world. So good luck with all of that. We wish you well. Stay safe. Zekona, it was an absolute pleasure talking to you. Zekona Sudlaka, actress, South African actress. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Avropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.